Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. Starring Sean Daly. Somewhere over the rainbow, Josh Thompson's injured. Pat Smith. Yeah, the Easy Bake Oven killed me for at least <laughs> half an hour. I was picturing him sitting in one of those like yellow plastic chairs, and he's just speaking into the grill. With Taylor Smith and Devin May. Okay, hey, hit me up sometime. We'll go to Hooters. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Here we go. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Good day to you, and welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, your favorite podcast for the Jacksonville Jaguars, brought to you by Big Cat Country and SB Nation. My name is Taylor Smith. I'm your moderator for the show. I am joined by your hosts, Sean Daly. Howdy ho! Pat Smith. Hola! And Facts and Stats man, Devin Mabe. What's up? Today is Wednesday, July 27th. Preseason is next weekend, and that means it is time to open the doors and give us hungry, hungry fans a peek at our Jaguars. Training camp is open, and we're already getting some looks at players on the field. Some of the names we missed last year set to make their triumphant return. Of course, new names in the mix as well. Still too early to call a roster prediction, but Sean and Pat are here to tell us who they'll be monitoring in the coming weeks. I'm going to leave it right there and kick it straight to Sean. Sean, anything you're wanting to see coming out of this camp battle? I think we all have our eyes on the same guy. Like, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguar fan and you remember last season, how hyped were we for our first-round pick that wasn't Trevor Lawrence? I'm talking about the second guy. We were really hyped for Travis Etienne last year, and we never got to see him. We got to see him for, like, half of one quarter of the preseason, and then he was hurt the rest of the year. So, like, what does this guy look like? Does Travis Etienne look like how he did at Clemson? Or is he this new version of himself further along in his career and he's not going not gonna to have that explosive ability, that home run ability that the Jaguars offense is such in dire need for? We need to see what that guy looks like. Is he making the cuts? Is he making the reads? Does he look like he could still be that game-breaking talent that we took in the first round last year? Travis Etienne is the number one guy that I'm watching, and I feel like he's the number one guy that most Jaguar fans are watching to this point because we kind of feel like we go as an offense how he goes, really, because he's the big difference from last year and this year. I'm sure, yeah, we got Christian Kirk, we got Zay Jones, but... James Robinson is a, a solid running back, but he wasn't going to bust any 40-yard touchdown runs, 50-yard touchdown runs. He wasn't going to get you these home run plays that this offense just needs. Like, we're, we're just starved for those big plays, and Travis Etienne's got to be the one to give it to us. 
And so I want to see what he looks like on offense. Uh, I touched on the new receivers, you know, make sure they're catching. One guy I don't give a shit about, and I, I'm, I'm going to be pissed if he looks good in camp, is LaVisca Chanel. I do not want to be reading articles about how LaVisca looks really good in camp because I don't want to fall for it again, Pat. I'm not falling for this Visca Kool-Aid. I've been drinking it the last two years. I'm done. Okay, he's the sixth wide receiver on the depth chart. He better not be showing out at camp because I don't want to have to deal with the roller coaster ride that has been LaVisca Chenault for the past few years. Uh, those are the main people I'm watching on offense and my guy Kevin Austin Jr., you know, my undrafted free agent. I want to see how he looks out of Notre Dame. But uh, that that does it for the offensive side of the ball for me. What about you, Pat? Yeah, I mean, you're off-site this year. If you're living under a rock, uh, they're training at Episcopal across the river over the bridge and to grandma's house we go uh they had to get a grounds crew in there to revamp the entire field and get everything to professional level of grass to play on paint it cut it up clip it up make it look nice get a couple banners up there complete change of pace facility wise obviously because they're they're building the the former urban meyer uh building of uh, athleticism and training uh, currently in the process at, at ground zero at the uh, stadium so yeah so it's it's a different look it's a different way of doing things it's it's a new coach there's just so much new uh in this in this uh preseason that's starting to to unfold i, I kind of like it i mean I, I love that it's a, a fresh face everything's new everything's uh new players new coach new scheming new new everything um, you kind of touched on it. I think injuries is a general thing. Obviously, you want to do the little things right, and you want to stay injury-free throughout this preseason and, and this training camp. So um, people like Travis Etienne and James Robinson, who I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the idea that James Robinson is, is even – Sprinting at this point, like even like half sprinting on the field, no, dude, uh, coming off that Achilles tear that occurred, what was it like December, December twenty seventh? They're talking about him being ready week one. Insane, insane! I can't wrap my head around that. Like, there's there's cats that get hurt and they don't come back for a year, for a year before they're even on the field and getting ready. This guy looks like he can suit up tomorrow. Doug Peterson comes out on the presser on Monday, says that there won't be any uh, players starting on the pup list, which, again, crazy insane with James Robinson considered. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the guy just, he looks good. He looks way, way more in shape than than I would have ever imagined at this point of the year. Obviously, you take it slow with him. You, you, You build him up. There is no rush. To get him out out of the gate, I mean, you that if you want to cat out 100% on this team, James Robinson is on your top five of being 100% ready to go. That's that's one of those guys you want 100% on the field. Travis Etienne. The good thing about Travis Etienne is he has essentially rested for a year, and no team knows what to expect out of Travis Etienne. So a lot of sleeping. No idea what how to scheme against Travis Etienne. You don't know what you're getting on Travis Etienne. The negative side is we also don't know what we're getting at Travis Etienne. Okay, coming off of a Liz Frank injury, that's something that's debilitated players in the past. A prominent name, Maurice Jones-Drew, never was the same ever again after that injury. Essentially ended his career. That was the end of that. 
So who is to say what we get out of Travis Etienne in this following year? Obviously a big splash this year. And, and if he is at least 70, 80% can be a very explosive factor, as Sean has already touched. How much do you want to see of him in the preseason? I, you know, I, I don't want to see much of him. I really yeah, don't. I know, right? I yeah. don't want to see much of him. I mean, I know we talk about we want vets to, you know, we all kind of have that schedule in mind. Anyone who kind of keeps up with preseason and, and knows how, how it works the first out. game. Right. One you lightly, in the second you lightly game. get a touch in there, a little a little pick on the, on the lips for the first game, and then maybe a little little touch. Maybe you get your hands around her hips the second game, you know. And, and maybe the clothes start to come off for the third game. You know, you get a little get a little hot and ready. And then on the fourth game, you ghost her and you don't call her back. And that's it. <laughs> and then you and then you go into the, you go into the season. That's how you do it. So Wait, how confused is this poor? Uh, I mean, you're just doing all the work. You're taking the clothes off. You're getting there. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm out of here. Nope. No, just just want to get you there. Just want to get you there. And shoop, pull the rug from under you, you know? Bunch of edgers. That's it. Command more for yourself, Kings. Okay. <laughs> if if I gotta pull a name out though, I've he's already doing uh huge wonders at camp after just day one. Andre Cisco. He's training with the number ones like he should be. He's starting with the number ones as he should be. I can't wait. Huge breakout season for Andre Cisco. I mean, he already looked he I Still unbelievable that he didn't get as much play time as he should have gotten last year. But the little bits of time that he did get, he looked phenomenal. And I can't wait to see some more Andre Cisco on the preseason, especially. And hopefully, and then translate to the to the regular season. Hopefully, so, Daniel Thomas does enough to where Wingard might be a camp casualty. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like Daniel Thomas, Andrew Wingard. It's a special teams battle at this point. I don't. Again, I know we joke about it. We do. But don't don't imagine Andrew Wingard getting those snaps that he got last year. The guy saw more more time on the field last year than he'll see the remainder of his career. Okay, special team battle between him, Daniel Thomas. We'll see what comes out of it. For now, at the safety on the back end, I'm not concerned about Andrew. Rudy Wingard, Ford so. gonna make the team. You know, I like Rudy Ford. Yeah. I do. I do like him a lot. I I don't know where he plays. But I like him a lot. Yeah, he's a great gunner too. So you know, I mean, there's that spot I, it's, that it's Andrew a tough... Wingard might be t- trying to get. So yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's great. He's great. I mean, he's fast, right? That's what he does. He's speed. It's hard to make uh, a, a spot on the fifty-three just as a gunner, though. You know, you have to be multifaceted in some kind of role. Yeah. Um, and he could play, you know, a little down nickel. He could play a little something in that a little, you know, special package on defense, because he is fast and he he you know he can come down on the ball. But I just don't know how much he can contribute to make a fifty-three. I'm excited to see who gets cut out of that safety room because one of those guys are getting cut, and uh, I don't know which one it's going to be. That's a fun battle. There's right there's there. going to be a lot of heartbreak, I think, coming down to this fifty-three. I mean, you, yeah. You look across this team; it's it's not going to be the same same cats. We got anymore. more guys. We got more guys now. A lot of guys. Yeah, a lot of guys. And I I look at names like Roy Robson Harris. I wish we could cut him without taking that huge financial hit. So I think he has to be on the team no matter what. Even though I think Roy Robson Harris is the seventh best lineman on our team. So it's like well, it's it's funny. It's it's a tale of two tapes, right? On on that on those trenches is a, on the defensive line and and you know down linebackers included. You have no space. 
you know, there's just too many people. It's a crowded ass room on that defensive side. On the offense, Gotts has came back too, right? Yeah, he did. He did. On the offensive side, uh, you're you're putting out flyers in the newspaper looking for guys to fill in holes on this offensive line. (laughs) You know, first team on Monday for for from what I did read was you had Cam Robinson at left tackle, Tyler Shatley left guard, Fortner coming in at center, uh, right guard. Obviously, you got Scherf. And then right tackle, uh, Juwan Taylor, which, again, I mean, that's it's a scary, scary thought when you have that many holes. And I know it's only two when you think about it. Tyler Shally, obviously, was a rotational depth guy before this year. But now you're getting plunged into the depths of, of starting role. You know, you're, you're a lot more snaps, exponentially more snaps than you've seen in the last two or three years at left guard, if that's what you're shooting for. Um you know, rookie sitting at center. I mean, he's we we touched on him in the draft. He's kind of a whiz kid. He's really smart. He may maybe he'll be able to pick up uh, stunt schemes and and guys that are going to try and make him pick a gap and and ex- potentially expose Trevor. Get that chemistry with Trevor. Got to. Well, I mean, good. The nice thing is, if he works out and you can tie him in with Trevor, uh, essentially, that's great. That's a young cat that you can uh, yeah, uh, a young anchor that you can build an offensive line around. That's that's. That's great. I mean, yeah, got a hit on it. And then you look at right tackle. I mean, it's contract year. Yeah, and they're talking Juwan about Taylor. putting Walker Little over there, and Walker Little's never played right tackle before. What does that say about you, Jawan Taylor? That the Jacksonville Jaguars are entertaining the idea of putting a guy there that's never played that position before over you. All right, does that wake but, you but up? Why? Why? Why are they doing that? Because Sean? that's what I'm saying. I hope it wakes him up. Like, hey, man, get it together. Contract year. What I want is for Walker Little challenging Jawan Taylor at camp to make Jawan Taylor the best version of himself, and for him to be extremely improved and to show us that he can be. He's worthy of another like a three year contract, like a three year twenty million dollar contract. Like, prove that this year, or else Walker Little's going to take your job. But and you, if Walker, you, yep, you would have to play the highest ceiling of football that we've seen at a right tackle yeah. in a long, long time. Like for me, for me to look at what you you came in your rookie year with some promise. Okay, he looked very good for a rookie year coming out, and then he digressed his sophomore year, and then you look to last year, which was horrendous. I mean, what maybe the the worst position on the team? Yeah, it was, it's up there. And we had receivers dropping balls left and right. And I think that was, and I think what he did, penalty wise, and and just just straight outplayed, outmanned, outdogged. Just, I mean, he he literally looked like he was in outer space sometimes. He was wearing skates. Everybody else on the team was wearing cleats, and this guy put skates on every Sunday and went out there and. Just we're skating around for sixty minutes of football half the time, being a matador. Yeah, ole. So you you would have to take all of that that's accumulated in the last three years, and you would have to come out preseason. You would have to come out throughout the regular season. And the, if there is one thing I will say about Juwan Taylor, obviously on a personal level, he's a really dope dude, right? Yeah, really cool oh, guy. Yeah, absolutely, love the guy. Went to a great school. Yeah, but as a player. You are consistent, right? You are consistent in the way that you are healthy. You've been on for as many snaps. I don't know what the Durable. what the count is, but you you're consistently available. You consistently play. The problem is, I hate it when you play. Yeah, that that is the only problem. Okay, you, you are available. You are healthy. That's great. But now you need to take your play 
to to just an insane amount of of, of athleticism this year. There has to, that it has to be night and day. I have to look on that line. I'm gonna have to see that number. Seventy five. I'm gonna have to look at that line. And I'm gonna have to see that number, and yeah. I'm have to think, wow, got it. Who the fuck is that guy? You know, because when Joe Schmo knows your name as an offensive lineman, that's not a good look. Got to change the narrative. Okay. Got to change the narrative, Juwan. Joe Schmo should never know an offensive lineman on his team. Should never. Okay. During the regular season, you should be a quiet assassin of blocking uh, prowess. Okay. Brad Meester. Unknown to the world. But when you're drawing penalties, when you're tied for third in the league, okay, in, in, in penalties called. At your position on the offensive line, that's not a good look. It's not a good look. You need to revamp that. And now you look to the inside of the line, where you got a rookie and you got Tyler Shatley. Um, uh, hold on, in hold moment. on, hold on. I'm telling you, dude, Nick Ford is gonna take that left guard mm. spot, son. Mm. That's what you need to be watching in preseason. Nick Ford, watch how he moves bodies at left guard. Just watch. I mean, I, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you this all the time. I love preseason football. Yeah, I'm probably one of the few guys that enjoy watching. Oh, we love nobody's it. play football. I mean, you you see some some of the best guys come through during the preseason. Alan Lazard is a perfect yeah. example. I still can't. I'm sure the Jaguars are still kicking themselves in the ass for letting Alan Lazard go, but he's he's playing meaningful minutes in in Green Bay. You know, here's a name made by preseason. Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole. Yeah. Keelan Another Cole. name. And then now, you know, Keelan Cole's on the freaking Raiders. Now he's had like, what, a six-year career? And yeah. it was all because of the preseason. Chad oh, yeah. hitting him on that deep ball. God, I remember that. That oh, was yeah. so sexy. I mean, oh. it's it, – it, but I enjoy that. I enjoy watching these guys come in. I, th- this is the hungriest an NFL player will ever be in his life yeah. if he's trying to make the 53. This is where it all starts. If you're a young cat, if you're a sophomore guy, if you're coming off of free agency or you just got drafted, this is the hungriest a player will ever be in their life trying to make a team. And you see it. You see it on the field. You can see it through the TV really screen. Bummed we couldn't it, see Jordan Smith, you know, like ah, you know, what would he look uh, like in preseason, you know? If only uh, Jordan Smith. Uh, if only. But yeah, no. Without preseason, we wouldn't have Andrew Wingard. Okay, come on now. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. we've got just so much talent. I mean, also, uh, hey, Trayvon Walker. Uh, I can't wait to see what this guy looks like on an NFL field and how he measures up on our defense, like. I Trayvon think, Walker, yeah. I think uh, everyone is is is. Uh, I think I would I would use anxiety for that. That's for me personally. You know, it's, everybody. I feel like half of everybody thinks that he's just going to come out there and just shit his pants. <laughs> I, I'm I'm anxious in the fact that I almost wish we could push the date farther back. <laughs> You're so scared. You know, football is so close now where I'm excited, I'm ready for football, but now I I get to finally see what I got. Like, and I'm what? very, very scared of what I've got. You know? What's rock bottom for you out of Trayvon Walker performance? Like he just he shows up in like a basketball uniform <laughs> and like no pads. You know, you know, the for me, the, the you're talking about like doomsday, red button, smacking yeah. that shit. Like other than injury, obviously, well, right? Knock, knock on wood for that. Knock on wood. Um, yeah. it, if he looks just absolutely clueless out there, 
If if yeah. he comes out and he's just getting beefed up by whatever <laughs> random right tackle is playing, if he's just yeah. getting beefed up, if he's getting ragdolled around, <laughs> that's my that's my doomsday. Now, if he's getting pushed, okay, if he's bull rushing and he's getting pushed in the trenches, if he's getting close, he doesn't got to make he doesn't he doesn't have to make plays for me in the preseason. I, if he gets away with a sack. All preseason long, I'll be happy yeah. with that. Benjamin, he's done. We've seen enough. I've, I'll be happy with that. But Protect if he's that man. if he just comes out the gate and he just looks like you know those those inflatables at the car dealership, <laughs> the if, wacky way yeah, inflatable. If, if, if he like looks Duke like man. that for sixty fucking minutes, <laughs> I'm hitting the eject button for <laughs> sure. I am going to be very very upset. Honey, what happened to the TV? I'll tell you what happened. That goddamn Trayvon Walker. We're we're, we're cutting down JEA. We're not watching TV anymore. JEA <laughs> will be there uh, between the hours of 11 a.m. and 9 p.m. to oh, service. Man. That that would be my doomsday scenario. Uh, and and I won't hide the fact that that is the player I'm looking at the most. I think I've already sold the boat on Devin Lloyd. I have Devin Lloyd defensive rookie of the year. Oh, we got him in the Hall of Fame. You like it or not, defensive rookie of the year. The ballots yep. have already been casted. It's just right, right now. It's just a matter of time, and we're just we're just waiting for time to elapse. So the that only can, way he doesn't get rookie of the year is if Foye Luquan is shows that he's next level, top three linebacker in the league, right? And just takes some of his stats away, right? No, I've 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 sold I've sold all my inheritance, my mortgage, everything's tied on the Devin Lloyd wagon so i've i've got it sold the only the only question mark i have now is is trayvon walker and what he will equate to on this football team so for me last but not least i think it's it's the last topic i I mean for for anyone who's who's concerned about jaguar football it's 16 right you want to see 16 elevate you want to see 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 trevor uh thrive in this offense which i think the presence of Doug Peterson, the presence of of new and fairly veteran enabled receivers gives him the ability to elevate to that level and just making smart decisions down the road now. I mean, it's last year, the guy kept trying over and over and over again, drops, bad route running, terrible offensive calls. Hopefully he gets a, a a chance to redeem himself against all of the odds last year, and he gets to coast and 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 play on a, on a professional football team for once, you know, not be the three ring circus. Red zone so, efficiency is where absolutely. I want to touch on. That's when we get it down there, we gotta get it in. You know what I mean? Like I'm so sick of this uh, kicking field goals a one yard out, two yards out, three yards out, four yards out. Because we can't punch it in the end zone. And I know part of that is bad offensive line play and, and the running back can't s- smash it in there. But, like, know when you got a fade ball with a guy that's three inches taller than the other guy, you throw the fade. You know what I mean? Hit hit the guy. Make the play. Rush in there if you have to. Red zone efficiency's got to be better this year. And uh, I think if he improves there, uh, no turnovers, touchdowns only, uh, then I feel like Jaguars, you know, sky's the limit. And then we're, we're going to get super confident about our quarterback um no more urban excuse that is everybody's giving this guy a pass trevor lawrence has a complete it's like the first quarterback ever that's been given a f- complete pass on a down rookie season 
because now everybody's like, okay, now we get to see what Trevor Lawrence looks like. That was all just whatever. Now we get to see what he looks like. And I, I hope that's true. I hope we don't see a lot of the similarities in last year's Trevor up until week 18. I, want, I hope that the week, the Trevor we saw in week 18 is the one that came to camp and not the one we saw weeks 1 through 10. You know what I mean? Well, so, yeah, and again, it's it's easy to point to Urban Meyer, but I mean, it's also one of the most impractical situations I think we've ever, and we've seen it in, in recent, you know, history. I mean, when I, I equate it to like the, you remember the Miami Dolphins coach that got caught fucking doing lines of cocaine and, and talking to some prostitute or something, right? I mean, that's... <laughs> that was the offensive line coach for the for the Dolphins? I remember what you're talking about. He was he was doing rails of coke and banging strippers. Right, just crying his eyes out to some prostitute. Like, that, that's the kind of shit that we had. Not, and he, they dealt with it for a week. We dealt that with, with that for 16 weeks <laughs> yeah. last year. Like, that was just... It was just an ongoing circus act where you're just sitting there, you're looking at it, and you're like, okay, when is this going to stop? Like when when are we gonna finally realize and and say wow this is a professional multi billion dollar organization can we can we just act like it for 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 a little bit please think of um, all the horror stories that Travis Etienne's hearing from his teammates you know like because Travis Etienne wasn't really oh, there man. for it if, and so he missed the right year if, if anything you 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 have to commend Trevor on his professionalism in, in going through all that I mean being a young kid. I mean, you say young kid. The cat's married. He's building his life. He's 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 considered one of thirty-two elite position in in America. The amount of professionalism to to not only navigate last year, but then come off of last year, say, "Wow, that was fucking ridiculous," and then now have to rebuild the foundation again this year with with a new staff and just let it go and and move forward in the future. Not a lot of people can do that. Especially for a guy that's just getting used to this league and how things work and how things, you know, orchestrate. Huge kudos to him for being able to just navigate through that and then start fresh this year. I mean, he could write a book at the end of it all. Let's say he turns it around and everything becomes successful. Oh, what a book that would have been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a book that will be. I want to see what chemistry he's got, which receiver. Because Marvin Jones was his guy on third down last year. You know, and so who's going to be his guy on third down this year? Is it Christian Kirk? He's the best route runner in the group. So I think Christian Kirk could have a big year. Let's see how he gels with these guys and let's see how confident he looks out there. And above everything, let's keep everybody healthy. And uh, that's expectations for camp right there. That's what, man. Yeah. Make make that Bahamas trip worth something, boys. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. Make that Bahamas trip worth something. Um, there's positions, man. All right. Strong safety. We got wing guard, Cisco. Daniel Thomas, all right. We uh, left guard. You got Shatley. You got Ben Barch. Also, Ben Barch was taking some snaps at center. Oh, Monday. really? Wow. See, I think that's your swing guy. Uh, oh man, we just we got fluidity on off on offensive line, baby. Nick Ford can play all five positions. He did it in college. All right, just fluidity everywhere. Walker Little going from left tackle to right tackle. We're, we're just it's time to experiment. You know what I mean? It's time to get out there and throw some shit against the wall and hope it sticks. Okay, and then, God, I hope we're not just throwing shit against the wall. I hope, I hope at left guard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> at left guard, that's what it. it literal, well, literal at left shat. guard, that's fine. That's fine. If literal shat. If we want to limit limit it to just left guard, that's fine. But if we're just throwing <laughs> shit across the board, 
I'm done throwing shit. I want my shit built up nicely, okay? I want it to have some shape. Yeah, uh, they call it whenever they they get in the meeting room and they start throwing the shit. They call it they call it preparation H. That's what they call it. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Yeah, that's pretty bad. All right, whatever. Oh, Clavon Chason. Oh, Clavon Chason's a name. Yeah. Did you, did you see the like? question for Clavon Chason? What's the question? They asked him. They said, "Hey, listen, if you have to start a brand new team." And you can pick either Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence as your quarterback. Who are you picking? And he said, "I pick Clavon Chason." <laughs> he he said he pleads he pleads the fifth. But that's another guy that's on oh. the way out. Clavon Chason. I'm still trying to figure out what Clavon Chason is going to do this year. You you want to talk about Rudy Ford and what he's going to contribute to the team? Uh, I don't. Are they going to issue Clavon Chason a jersey this year? Uh, well, all right. I have to give him a little defense here because I think they asked him that because Joe Burrow was his quarterback. Right. In yeah. That's why they asked him. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know he didn't want to have to throw shade on his guys. So let's give him a pass on that. But yeah, he he needs to make a step. He's first round draft pick. Makes a step, Sean. Yeah. He needs he needs to he needs to get on a bike and like go <laughs> a couple miles down the road before we can even <laughs> before we can even talk about making a step. That's a big step. I mean, brother, I That's I just I don't step. know what what facet and what type of scheme. Where does he fit? Like, you how want to talk awesome about a, would it be if he's good though? How awesome would it be? How deep would we be at outside linebacker? Sure, sure, that'd yeah. be awesome. But I mean, we didn't only just get his replacement; we got his backups replacement. Like he, I, I don't. How far down the depth chart can you fall? Got Arden Key too. Just you signed oh, Arden yeah. Key. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just so I don't I don't know where you fit, bud. I I don't have a place for you. Uh, Juwan Taylor at least is only competing with one other man at right tackle. You're competing with like six or seven dudes, and yeah. all of them are exponentially better than you. That might be the the deepest position we got on the team right uh, now. It's just I I just don't see and where you go. It's all because of the draft. It's all because of the draft, man. Really great job draft and. and Linebacker room, man, looks completely different than last year, and I'm yeah, excited revamp. to see how they gel together. Revamp. Chad Muma, I mean, dude, we're like at nine guys deep. I'm, I'm, I can't wait for some Chad Muma football in the preseason. That's yeah, another man, guy I'm we'll, looking forward to. Grant Morgan's the one that's gonna outshine him, you know, because the uh, academic Heisman. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, yep, yep, yep. I hear you winding down. I think that. Uh, I think that's about it for us. I think the Preparation H joke kind of killed our momentum back there. So let's call it here. Shorter episode than usual, but it's a busy week. I'm sure our listeners out there have plenty of stuff to do. But even so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for taking time out of your day to join us in this week's episode of the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator. Sean Daly, hostess with the mostess. Uh, Pat Smith, I have absolutely nothing to offer. Devin May with something to offer. Facts and stats. <laughs> there you go, Dev. See, he pulls his weight. Swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Devin, Devin's Tinder profile should be. Devin, Devin May, May facts, facts and stats. stats. Every picture he's got is a different fact or stat. <laughs> <laughs> there is a 100% chance that you should be with me. <laughs> that is a fact. Scientifically <laughs> proven. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, at Duval Hot Takes. You know the drill. Jaguars and Raiders in the first preseason game next week. We'll have some guests on to talk about it. I know I said that last time, but it didn't work out. We'll do it for real. 
this time, I promise. We'll see you then. Peace.